Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. As you can tell, we are back to our normal format and it feels good. It sounds good too, doesn't it? Ooh, yeah. The dulcet tones of not being on a phone. It's fantastic. My name is Dave and I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week as we enter the month of August. It's a crazy thing. And just a side little note here. This is episode 199. That's right. Big 200 comes up next week, hopefully next week, if I can organize and get everybody on board to record one time at one place at the same time, I should say, because uh, that is difficult, um, but we'll we'll make it happen. I'm sure we're over 200 episodes because we used to do two episodes a week and we called the Geek Outs a separate show, so uh, we're over 200 because those were individually numbered on their own and we've done special episodes now and again where they didn't count towards the numbering like a comic book, but officially we'll call it the 200th episode is next Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. Maybe we'll have some special guests. Who knows? Um, but joining me for the big episode 199, it's Kyle. Hi, I don't have the consickness. <laughs> I don't either, which oh, that's good. I would have had it last week if I had it. Yeah. But I didn't give it time. I was on the road the whole time. Could have gotten sick in the car. You'd you'd never have known. Oh, I would have known. (laughs) (laughs) That car ride would have sucked even more. But the car ride, all in all, the the road trip was was not was not bad at all. So, um, it was cool. I got to meet my friends. Uh, see a friend I haven't seen since I don't know maybe eight years ago since he moved away. So that was that was cool. Got to meet Shannon former member of this very entity, a former Atomic Geekdom person, uh, and her boyfriend, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, nothing geeky, nothing geek-related. Although, of all the things I bought at San Diego Comic-Con, the, one of the coolest things I found was about an hour and a half from my house in a gas station in Illinois where they had like all these kind of model cars, or, or, like metal cars, um, and I remember having this specific one in 89 or 90, but the the Batmobile from the Tim Burton Batman, they had one. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get this. Very nice. So very nice. It's got like rubber wheels and everything. It's pretty cool. The, the, the gun turrets flip out, the hood opens and the trunk opens. So, so it doesn't do the armored plating. Uh, no, nor does it split oh. down the middle like Batman returns. Well, that's sad. Where it, Return it. Yeah, I should. Um, I, I mean, we, we do a Funko Pop thing. Do, do I want to recount the things I got at Comic-Con? Um, no. I mean, say if you got anything else, uh, afterwards. I know I didn't, because... Did we say what we got, Funko Pop? Yeah, we said what we, we did? got. Yeah, yeah, Karen and, uh, Billy. Oh, yeah. Red Hood. And Red Hood and... Dustin. Dustin and Snowball. Snowball, yep. Dustin, yeah. Um, I did stop at a GameStop on my way home and picked up Iron Man Mark One. Very nice, very nice. Um, all mine, all mine are sold out. So I did not grab it, but that's that's okay. <laughs> uh, and then they had a three for buy three get one free type of deal, but that's because GameStop has upped their prices to fifteen dollars each. Really? Yeah. I thought eleven ninety nine is what their cost was. That, those were all fifteen bucks. The ones I were they the, not were they the conic, nope. were they the con exclusive ones? Not all of them. Oh boy. I got well. uh the gremlins, the 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 uh the flashing gremlin. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I got Padme Amidala, which is a old con exclusive. It's not a new one. They've had that. I've seen that at GameStop all the time. Uh, what else? Oh, I got the Princess Leia on a speeder because uh, it's like fifteen or twenty bucks in the store, but Amazon had it for nine ninety nine. Ooh. So I've had that on my wish list or want list for a while. And today I went Target shopping, and I finally got Owen with the baby raptor. <laughs> and then while I was there, I grabbed all three Super Troopers. Oh, I didn't know they were doing Super Trooper pops. Yeah, those have been out for a while, actually. They have uh, Ramathorn, uh, Mac, where he's just wearing the armored uh, cup. And these are all from the first movie. And then uh, Farva holding a leader cola. Gotcha. I'm going to be real with everyone. I have not seen Super Troopers. Wow, that is sad. Eh, I'm, I'm good with that right now. The things, I, I, the things you learn. Well, that's a good movie. It, yeah, I'm sure I'll watch it one day. It's just not on my list of things that, that I need to desperately watch. It should be. Um, I did finish Supergirl yesterday in my day of just vegging and getting laundry done and stuff. Yeah? What did you think? <sighs> uh, okay. When leaving is a disaster. Um, yes. I don't... But he... But he'll I, be back in I, episodes. I, I get that, but I hate it when one of the originals leaves. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if Xander or Willow or Giles, like, ever full-time left. I mean, Giles kind of did. But the three, Buffy, Xander, Willow, those were the three. If one of those left for, like, a full season and was, like, a guest star, that would have irritated the crap out of me. And Wynn is, he was her first friend. Like, right, in, yeah. At Catco. In, in National and, City. Yeah. Like she came came out as Supergirl to him, and he made her costume. And I mean, it was sad when they spoilers, guys. Sorry, but it's been a while now. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert for the Supergirl finale too. Um, if you haven't finished season three, uh, you might want to jump ahead a little bit here. Um, sorry about that. Yes, when when leaves and uh, he goes to the future with the Legion because mm-hmm. he's like a one point four five intelligence. Uh, while He's a Bra- 1.4 level intellect. Right, while Brainy is a 12. Um, yeah, but it, it, it makes sense why... No, I'm, you know, the, it, re- the reasoning is fine. It's just the mm-hmm. character leaving sucks. Because right. he is one of my favorites. But Alex taking it the hardest was weird to me. <laughs> like, it was, but it, it's like having a little brother. Sure, so sure. But I felt... So it makes sense. I felt Kara should have been more emotional. And she was like a... She was like steel i guess is the joke yeah her it it was weird that she didn't cry a mm-hmm. lot like alex um but i mean she was trying to hold it in for everyone i guess i guess i hope to have a better reaction out of that maybe at the season opener where she misses him or something yeah or we may even get him in the season opener just like as a like a communication or something sure now did he leave because he's doing other things or he he left because he missed Broadway, so he's ah uh, okay. okay. So he's wanting to do that, just like um. Oh my lord! Why can't I think? It's oh, it's always every time his name, Doctor Stein. Why can't I think of his darn name? Uh, from Legends. Oh, uh, I did the guy from Titanic and yes, yes, and the uh, reason Elias. that he left. Yes, uh, it's okay. gonna it's gonna pop in at, at 
worst time. But he he left Legends because he's doing a Broadway show. Gotcha. So, well, then, so it, I mean, Melissa Benoist is doing Broadway right now. She is, but she's doing it during the off season. Sure. So once like this filming starts up again for Supergirl, she'll go, she'll go back full time for Supergirl. Victor Garber. That's it. That's the one. We got it, guys. We did it. When got I, it. When I looked did it up, it. when I looked it up on Wikipedia. That was a, that was a clap or a, whatever. Continue yeah. the joke. Uh, so Supergirl does this thing, and it's really problem. Anything time travel is problematic. Let's be real. But she does this thing where she goes back in time using the Legion ring, right? That's how she did mm-hmm. it. Correct. Yeah, Legion ring, Correct. and then finding a, a disrupt uh, disruption or something. Yeah, something like a time vortex or, or right. Something. So she flies through a time vortex, doesn't go back far enough, because if she's gonna, because in in this battle with Rain, the Legion dies, the ship explodes, so Brainy and Monel's wife, uh, Saturn girl, die, but she only goes far enough back to save everybody in this cave, which is her mother, Monel. Um, uh, Sam, who is Rain. Yeah, um, and John. And John. John, yeah. Well, John was fine. Monel saved John. Right, right, right. But um, he was in the cave. Right, but he was in there. Saying. Right, right, right. But she goes. I mean, she goes back in time to save them and to save Rain because she doesn't want to kill Rain, and in this instance, they would have to kill her. But she didn't go far enough back to save the rest of the Legion that were in the ship, which I guess might include the ones that are in stasis. No, no, they were already back. They already saved them. Yes. Um, and but, now that you say that, that makes total sense. I didn't think of that. She didn't go that far enough back. And even though she did go back in time, there would be two of them in that cave. There would be unless they're doing the whole... Like consciousness goes back, but that's not yeah. how that's not how it works for the time for the Legion. When they went back in time in the spaceship, they were no. separate bodies. No. So, I mean, that... That's what they didn't really have time. It was just weird. To explain. No, it's just again, it's time travel, so it's one of those things. I'm also watching yeah. a show about aliens and flying Kryptonians, so I mean, and and a whole civilization of people living on the dark side of the moon. Right. That's What's where that? that's where Argo is. Was on the. Um, Argo's not on the dark side of the moon. Oh, that was just the name of the past. episode. <laughs> no, they're on what's left of Argo City. Oh, okay. It was just the name of the episode. It was Dark Side of the Moon. Was the name of the episode. Oh, so well, I, I just assumed, and I, I, I was kind of doing past the dark side of the moon. So I guess maybe sure. that's where it came from. Whatever. Either way, it was weird. And then I guess I already knew it from Comic Con, but they're gonna they're doing the Red Sun storyline um, next oh. next season. And I guess news for Supergirl. I was just gonna get there. Well, okay, that's fine. Go right ahead. Rona Mitra, <laughs> Rona Mitra, who is a pretty pretty well known actress. She was in The Strain, Grey's Anatomy, Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, other things, movies and such too. Um, but she will. She's been cast as a villain for season four. Uh, she'll be playing Mercy Graves, who Woo! was Lex Luthor's longtime bodyguard in the comics. Yep. And uh, somebody named Robert Baker is going to play her brother Otis. Yep. So we're getting super, and we're getting like Superman um, callbacks because of Otis. Uh yeah, yeah. Mercy though, that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, but they also released the first four titles of season four. It's the American Alien, um, Fallout, Man of Steel, and 
Ahisma. And it was just announced today that Kevin Smith is going to be directing episode four, which is Ahisma. At least that's what he said on his podcast. He also so just going back. He also just tweeted that he finished some writing project, pro, pro, writing project for a huge IP, which is intellectual property. And it just remains to be seen if they're going to let him do it or if it's yeah, going to get approved. He said, he said in his Instagram comments that it's not DC, Marvel, Star Trek, Star Wars, any of that. So might be image or boom or he said not comic book. Oh, not comic book. Okay. Well then it's going to be Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> yeah. That that's finally going to happen. No, I hope not. I mean, no. who cares? Um, but, what else was I going to say? Something, yeah, I mean, the title of Man of Steel for the third episode, uh, there's no, there's nothing to say that uh, Superman will appear. It might be just be mm-hmm. Call or something. Somebody else. It could They could bring back. Uh, they could even bring in Steel. Steel, yeah, they could bring, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the robot? Or the, the android guy. Oh, Metallo? Metallo, yeah. They could bring him back. Yeah, so. Yes, so you'll you'll get a lot of Russian Supergirl this season. It looks like. Yeah, I'm excited to see this. I gotta uh, go back and read Red Sun. Yeah, that's a that's a very good. Well, I mean, we saw him at uh, C2E2. Right. The Mark Mark Miller. Yes, we did. Speaking of DC stuff, um, we didn't talk about it in the Comic Con, did we? Uh, Hush is going to get an animated movie. No, we did not. We uh, they. They announced the whole lineup of that's what I was getting DC to. animated. Yeah, yeah. So next year, 2019, we'll get the second. Excuse me, the second follow, the second, the sorry, the follow up. There we go. I speak words. Uh, the <laughs> the, the follow up to the death of Superman, which just came out. Uh, the reign of the Superman will come out next year. It's the first one, uh, as well as Justice League versus the Fatal Five, and then uh, a bonus fourth film which they haven't really announced yet, but also, oh no, they did. It's Wonder Woman Bloodlines, which is going to come out about the same time as Wonder Woman 1984, which is the sequel nice. to Wonder Woman. That's, uh, that's based on a very popular storyline, isn't it? Isn't that, don't you have that book? Isn't that the one where uh, Wonder Woman has her foot on Batman's face? I don't think that is the same story. No, that's called something else. Okay. Uh, I would love that. That's a great story. I don't know how they would make that into a long form movie. That's maybe like an hour long, if at that. Well, they managed to do that with uh, Killing Joke. True. They managed to managed. Ru- ruin it. <laughs> yeah. Well, just the beginning. Uh, yeah. That's the the Hikatia is the Wonder Woman book you're talking oh, about. Okay. Which I would love that again. That's a great, great book. Um. I'm still surprised I found that. Yeah, I don't know what that's going to be. Bloodlines. I hope it's like a follow-up to the first one movie, animated movie, because that was awesome. I still need to finish that one. Dude. (laughs) I have it. I just, it's just something that's just, I mean, just sit down and watch it. Yeah. Could be an original story, but at the same time, I I feel like they like to pull a lot of stuff from, from the comics, so I don't I don't know why they wouldn't do that here. Uh, I have a feeling it's probably going to have to do something with her um, Greek god the myth. New, the New 52? Yeah, or something like with Rebirth. Something with, like with her son or something. Yeah. 
But back to Hush, because that was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. If you've never read Hush, it's Batman's issues 608 to 619, written by Jeff Lebb and artwork by the amazing Jim Lee. Um, and it's got some of the best Batman artwork you'll ever see. But it's 12 issues, and uh, Batman you'll get every Batman villain you want to see in every book, pretty much. Kind of go one by one. Catwoman's mm-hmm. there. Uh, some Nightwing stuff. Um, even... Um, uh, what's her name? Huntress is in there. All good stuff. And then the mystery behind who is Hush is fantastic. You, you just try to figure it all out. Um, it's also what paved the way for uh, Jason Todd to return. Uh, was the Hush book? Yeah. Yeah, paved the way. I mean, I mean, not going to spoil anything, but it. Definitely is probably if one you, of my favorite. If you've seen Under the Red, yeah, if you've seen Under the Red Hood, you know. But this hush takes place before that, essentially. Yeah, it does. Uh, good book. Definitely go read it, especially if you're going to get this DC streaming service. I'm sure it'll be available for you. Um, so definitely check that out. And the Fatal Five um, is a book that features. Super Criminals, Therok, Emerald Empress, Validus, Mano, and the Persuader, which was from, like, 1967 Legion characters. Speaking of Legions. Hmm. Uh, so, there you go. We're going to get four movies in 2019. We have none left this year, right? No more animated movies? No, we do not. Yeah. Uh, well, once, um, physically, when Death of Superman comes out, that's the last one this year. Well, yes. digitally, it's out already, so. Right. Uh, so yeah, we're done with with uh, releases for DC animated, but next year we get four, so that's cool. Yeah, that's fine, especially with some of the, that lineup. I'm not too excited about Superman vs. the Fatal Five. That's probably the one. Justice I'm... League. Is it Justice League? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not either, but at the same time, you know, I'll see it. Yeah, because it's depends on who the cast is, who's voicing them. Uh, yeah. Let's so, see. It'll, it'll probably be like like the new 52 cast because I think they're the oh, excuse me the Justice League cast that we know is not doing anything currently. Right. Uh, staying in the DC world for the next two yep two stories. Natasha Rothwell. Um, I haven't seen any movies that she's in, but she has joined the cast of Wonder Woman 1984. Cool, cool. Don't uh, know who she is either. Yeah, unknown role, but she. Joins the cast of Gal Gadot, Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, and Chris Pine. So there you go. And finally, in the world of DCEU uh, news, Robert De Niro is in talks to join the Joaquin Phoenix Joker film. And so is Zazie Beats from Deadpool 2. She played Domino. Yay. Uh, yeah. All of this under the direction and I think writing of Todd Phillips from the Hangover movies and all those comedies that he did. So, eh, I don't know. We'll wait and see again. Not sure. I mean, I'm not too. I'm not too excited for this one, but I'll see it. Then I'll form my opinion afterwards. Yeah, I'm not sure what to think about it. Um, <laughs> staying in DC animated, I just got back from seeing Teen Titans go to the movies. And how was it? Oh, uh, it is a light-hearted, fun romp. Ah, they make fun of themselves a lot, like they, DC EU. They make fun of everything DC and Marvel. Ooh. Oh, Stan Lee is in it. 
Oh. He, he's like jumping around back and you know, they're on the, the the Hollywood Warner Brothers lot walking around and Stan Lee is jumping around in the background trying to get your attention. And then he does, this is time for my subtle cameo. And there's like fireworks and stuff. <laughs> and it's actually his voice. So. Oh. And then he jumps out later. He's like, I don't care if this is a DC movie. I'm doing a cameo. I love cameos. <laughs> and it's his yeah, awesome. And it was actually him. So that's that's all the better. Um, yeah, they, they take a lot of stabs at, at DC. Not just the, not really the DCEU. Just that everybody's got a movie. And the whole plot behind Deathstroke, which they never say Deathstroke. He's only Slade. And I think that's because it's a kids' movie, right? Um, well, because they never were allowed to say Deathstroke in the original Teen Titans, right? Wasn't he the Terminator? He was just Slade. He was just Slade. Okay. Um, but uh, and I didn't realize Will Arnett was a producer of this movie too. Um, Interesting. Yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, his plot is to make all of the superheroes too busy making movies to fight crime. So mm. that's kind of funny. How was Nicolas Cage a Superman? Uh, he's only he only had a couple lines. He was fine. I, I'm not a huge Nicolas Cage fan, and him being <laughs> Superman, if that ever happened, that would have destroyed me. I think. Um, I did see the death of Superman Returns. Um, what happened? That John Schnett movie. Uh, rest in peace, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, which was a good documentary. Um, but I don't think I ever would have enjoyed that movie as a whole. Uh. That's one documentary I need to see catch up on too. Yeah. Um. But I know there were two post credit scenes. Well, the final post credit scene is just a joke from the movie. It's uh just a callback to another joke within the movie. Okay. The first end credit scene is like it's static, and you hear voices like Starfire saying, "Is it working? Can they see us?" And then. Robin says, or I think Robin, when I say the trans, or Raven says, uh, the transmission is going through, and then Cyborg says, booyah. And then Robin says, um, if anybody can hear us, we think we found a way home or back. And then it's the Teen Titans from, uh, like, O2. Mm hmm. An- animation. My favorite. And then at the end of the movie, it says, uh, to be continued on Cartoon Network. But that could mean. Teen Titans Go, not just this Teen Titans. Right. Because there is nothing in the works for Teen Titans on the digital streaming service or announced by Cartoon Network. But Tara Strong has said if Teen Titans Go to the movies does well, there's a chance for a sixth season of Teen Titans. Ooh. So, who's, who knows? We'll see. Yeah. So the other, so there wasn't one for like the challenges of the unknown. That was the last. Yeah. It's not really a okay. credit scene. They're just floating in the credits, and the guy says, "Well, it looks like we missed the motion picture." <laughs> okay. Because Raven I thought it was something big. Raven sends them to a portal uh, to get rid of them, so they could take their seats at the movie. And <laughs> they call back to him like two or three times in the movie. How nice of her. Yes. Uh, Men in Black spinoff news. Yes, they're making a Men in Black spinoffs with with uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, which sounds fantastic. With, with Thor and Valkyrie. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Emma Thompson is going to reprise her role as Agent O. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, no, she won't. Uh, I was going to say Alice Eve could return, but she's too busy being Typhoid Mary in Iron Fist. Who is she in uh, Men in Black? She was the younger version of Agent O. When they went back. Oh, that's that's an MIB three, isn't it? Yeah, that's one I haven't watched it either. 
Uh, not bad. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Spinoff too. I like that it's not a reboot. Yeah, or it's or it's a continuation. Yeah, continuation, huh? but with new characters. Right, right, and oh. Yeah. Um, Amazon has hired Star Trek four writers J.D. Pine and Patrick McKay to, uh, I guess, write their Lord of the Rings TV show. Yay! And those are the so guys. Have to wait till twenty twenty uh-huh. to probably to see it. Yeah, these are the guys that wrote the upcoming in development Star Trek four, not the one that Quentin Tarantino wants to do, um, but the one that's in development already. And they so also. Also wrote the Jungle Cruise movie that stars Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. And so I'm confused. Which which Star Trek four is happening? Is it the one by these guys? So I'm just I'm, I'm confused. These guys, like, these guys. Okay. So Quentin Tarantino wants to do something completely separate from this from these sets of movies. I'm guessing, or it's Star Trek five. Okay. Interesting. Well. That came out. That news was like December of last year. So, yeah, who knows? Wait and see. He had an idea, and there's really no confirmation if that's ever going to happen or whatever. He's doing that uh, Charles Manson murder movie right now. Yeah, something along the Hollywood. What's it called? Yeah, I don't. I don't know the name of it. I can I think, find out I think for we've, you. We've talked about it on this podcast before because we were talking about the cast. I think. Yeah, they they just had it's oh wow he does a lot once upon a time oh, in Hollywood number nine was what it was was being called before for oh. a while um, yeah once upon a time in Hollywood is the one about the Manson family makes sense Leo Brad Pitt Margot Robbie and Luke Perry Damian Lewis Burt yeah. Reynolds Al Pacino Dakota Fanning yeah there's a lot of people. Yeah, speaking of a movie with a lot of people, Episode Nine has officially announced their cast for Star Wars. Ooh. So, to no one's surprise, Daisy Ridley, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Lupita Nyong'o, well, that might be a surprise, uh, Domhnall Gleeson, Kelly Marie Tran, and Billy Lord are returning in as is Jonas Sutamo, who plays Chewbacca. Um, Ooh. New names in the cast are Naomi Aki from Doctor Who, Richard E. Grant from Hudson Hawk, <laughs> there's an old name, uh, and Carrie Russell, who I think we talked about once before. Yes. Um, and the recently announced Billy D. Williams will reprise his role as Lando. Uh, Anthony Daniels will be back as C-3PO. Great. Uh, Mark Hamill is returning. To, I honestly think to no one's surprise. It's a force ghost thing. I think. Yeah. I think that's going to be obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Carrie Fisher. Uh, JJ mm-hmm. said, we desperately love Carrie Fisher. Finding a truly satisfying conclusion to the Skywalker saga without her eluded us. We were never going to recast or use a CG character with the support and blessing from her daughter, Billy, who's in the cast. Uh, we have found a way to honor Carrie's legacy and role as Leia in episode nine by using unseen footage. We shot together in episode seven. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for that, giving her a, a proper send off with yeah. not CG or recasting. Right, not the Paul Walker thing. God, Furious Seven, jeez. <laughs> uh, episode nine will begin filming in London on August first, or I guess when this comes out, it had already begun. Yep. With a and then script 
written by Abrams and Chris Terrio, who did Justice League and Star the last Star Wars too, The Last Jedi, with uh, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, and then release in December of 2019. Yep, going up. Is it going up? Going up against the Wonder Woman? I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. No, they're not going to go a whole year between DC movies. That's possible. I can't believe they're calling it 1984. November 1st is when the next okay. comes out. I still can't believe that's the name of the movie. You would be surprised. I can, because most people are just going to call it Wonder Woman 84. That's well, that's the weird. thing they were using is the picture is WWE 84. Yeah. But I'm but the, but like most people are just going to call it Wonder Woman 84, not 1984. I'll call it whatever I want. I'll call it. <laughs> Wonder Woman 2. Because there isn't one that's Wonder Woman 2. So there. All right. You win. Right. The last bit of news I have is Netflix has set a date for the chilling adventures of Sabrina. That is Sabrina the Teenage Witch with her own show on Netflix, which is sort of a spinoff between Riverdale. Sort of. Uh, Not... No... No one has ever said that this is going to be a shared universe, but it would be weird not to be. But they can't do much because it's two different networks. October 26th is when the first season will drop on the Netflix. Just in time for Halloween. Perfect. Yep. Uh, tonally, this movie, will, or the show will be in the vein of Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist. So it's not going to be the family comedy we saw on TGIF. Or ABC. I don't know if it was ever on TGIF. I can't remember. I think it was. Um, so yeah, Sabrina's half witch, half mortal. She's going to, it's going to be like a school thing. So it'll be a little like Buffy. Um, but, but, uh, it looks, sounds like it's going to be darker, which is, okay. which is cool. Um, we did talk a little bit about the reboot of Buffy that they're talking about doing. Joss would kind of be on board as an executive producer, but probably not have like a consultant type thing. Um, and they want to cast Buffy as, or the main character as an African-American woman, Again, I'm okay with it. Uh, I'd prefer it to be a continuation with a different Slayer and not reimagining the show, you know? Right, yeah, because they've done, because they did the movie, then they did the TV show. Right, and there's a whole comic book with three more seasons that go after, and they could do something outside of that with brand new people. You can still call it Buffy, I guess. Or, or, just, or just call it the Vampire Slayer. Just call it the Slayer. You know, something like that. Or the Vampire Slayer, yeah. I don't know. Take the name off like that. I mean, I know you want to cash in on the name. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I think if you do enough advertising, you'd be just fine just calling it the Vampire Slayer. I mean, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, you're just calling Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That, yeah. for some people that don't know, have no idea that that ties back to that, that cartoon. Or that, that animated series and cartoon. It was a cartoon too. Um, but maybe they don't they want to separate themselves because it is gonna be darker. But anyway, why it's connected to Riverdale is because Sabrina is actually a character that came from the Archie comics. So that's why there's that connection there. But I yeah, doubt but the, I doubt they'll but, ever go there. But Sabrina hasn't shown up on Riverdale. Riverdale, mm. dang it, I did it again. <laughs> Riverdale? Riverdale? <laughs> no. Yeah. On either of them, she hasn't. Um, okay. No, I mean, Josie and the Pussycats have, uh, but no Sabrina, unless she was somewhere in the background. And Okay. Yeah. Uh, it would be cool, maybe a mention or two, but 
I, again, I, I'm fine. I'm not that high into Riverdale that much, or mm-hmm. or Archie to be like they need to be connected. I don't, I don't care that much. I mean, I enjoy Riverdale for what it is. It's a lot of teen drama, but with some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Season two was hard to watch, <laughs> but, but I, I only watch for Jughead at this point anyway. <laughs> Uh, it should just be called the Jughead Show. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's Netflix. Netflix did show a probably what they showed at uh, uh, Comic Con, uh, new uh, Iron Fist teaser that showed Davos and Danny in their in their masks and them fighting. Yep, that's and, then a, and a whole lot of like fighting in between, and then him like having a bad memory. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that is that's, that's that's it. That's what they showed. Yeah, well, just have to wait a week after to see it. <laughs> I'm, Which, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised it took cool. I'm surprised it took a week. I'm actually kind of pretty cool with that because now it felt like a real Comic Con thing for me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it was only forty-ish seconds, so it, I mean, it sh- it showed a lot of like fighting with Davos, um, mm-hmm. but. The masks look cool. It they, I don't think they translate well now that I see it. No, but and it's only for uh, that fight, I think. Yeah, but so it's 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 good that they that they're there. Um, so yeah, more Danny. I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, and again, the fight sequences that they showed us were pretty rad. So, um, huh. I think they're gonna step it up a notch. <laughs> oh, I don't think I told you this. I uh, subscribed to the Marvel Loot Crate thing, the Collector Core, because they moved it to Amazon now. Uh, okay. used, used to be its own thing, and now it's on Amazon. Uh, I don't know why I did it, but the Funko exclusive is Deadpool riding a unicorn. Yes. Uh, it's like one of the uh, DVD covers now. Yeah, and it comes with like a little rainbow backdrop that you can put it up against. <laughs> it's so dumb. I'm so, so, awesome. I'm so sick of Deadpool. <laughs> Oh, but it also comes with a taco holder. Interesting. Well, I don't know. I don't know that I would ever use it, but um, I did read a comic or two. I read the Infinity Wars Prime issue, which is okay. I guess Infinity Wars is the new Marvel, the next Marvel event they're doing. Um, it seems like that. I don't remember reading anything about it. Um, but. Yeah, so they've apparently, in the comics, have distributed the rings to several different heroes, or the rings, the gems, mm-hmm. uh, to several different people throughout the galaxy. And this, in this issue alone, they deal with um, Doctor Strange, who has the Time Stone, and uh, what's that guy's name? Who's the Guardians of the Galaxy guy they keep teasing? Um, Adam Warlock? Adam Warlock. Yeah, he's got one. I can't remember which one he has. Oh, the Soul Stone. Because he has the Soul uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, And, uh, yeah. Thanos is... Uh, spoilers, I guess, if you haven't read this issue. Thanos gets decapitated at the end of the issue by a hooded figure. So they lead you to believe that Thanos is the one coming for these things. Uh, but then Thanos dies. <laughs> his wow. Head, his head is capped... Kappa- Wait, decapitated? I, no, I know, but the, I heard it's uh, is Kappa decapitated. I forget it. I forget what it is, and I'm <laughs> stuttering and being annoying now. Uh, yes, he gets decapitated straight up by this hooded figure. But they don't. Nope. They don't show it. No. Nope. Of course. Nope. They don't. So, 
yeah, big event coming up. A lot of one-offs, and then I think six issues this is going to run. Hmm. Uh, with two of them coming out. With the, if, I mean, that's Prime, so that's setting it up, and then one and two come out in August. And then uh, I read Mr. and Mrs. X, issue one, which is the first issue of Gambit and Rogue after their marriage. Actually, it starts with their wedding and kind of their preparation for it. It's actually pretty funny of the people choosing to be on which side of the, the ceremony, like who's Team Gambit and who's Team Rogue. It's pretty pretty funny. Um, Jubilee is all about getting Rogue something borrowed, something new, something blue type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty hilarious. Uh, that stuff um and their hotel night or the home honeymoon night is pretty hot <laughs> like, <laughs> like there's quite a bit of action not the, i mean there's they're nude a lot in some of these panels just covered by a little bit of sheets it's kind of weird um and it's funny how they get roped into doing a mission for kitty pride uh because gambit thinks he did everything he could to get them away from having to do any anything on their honeymoon but not so much uh, so yeah, it's a little mini adventure in space. I think it's a six issue arc. So, so they still don't explain why Rogue is not. No, it's she. She. Like, it, there's still an after effect from this island they were on where their powers got reduced. Okay. And then in the wedding ceremony, she didn't want to risk it, so she's actually wearing uh, a power dampener on, okay. her, on her neck, which they talk about with Beast that gives them like this major migraine. Um, but she said she wanted to be able to kiss her husband after the wedding and then the honeymoon. And then, yeah. So she's wearing it. So she's not exactly entirely nude. <laughs> <laughs> um, but close to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's got Well, at least there's some, there's some explanation then. Yeah. I like that. <clears throat> so can I just take take the time to complain a little bit? I was going to say real quick, uh, Rogue, sure, Rogue Rogue gets transported away to Darede- uh, Daredevil, uh, to Deadpool's bed, and he's trying, he said, we need to run away together, so Deadpool is trying to get in on that action real quick. Oh, boy. Okay, now the floor is yours. Okay. Um, so a lot of people that I know have movie pass. Oh, yeah, we were going to get there. Okay. Okay. That's okay. fine. Let's do it. Well, okay. Well, do you have anything else then? Nope. I'll, I'll wait. Nope. This was kind of be the, the closeout anyway. Okay. What is going on with Movie Pass? The... <laughs> so, okay. So when I was on my trip, I haven't been using it at all, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to use it when I got home because there's a couple movies that I would just see with it. Obviously, not because I would, you know, I'd see it because I have the Movie Pass. Not I wouldn't pay for it. Right. Um. So. Uh, last night I wanted to go see Teen Titans Go, and all day the times are all there. And with mm-hmm. movie movie pass, you have to check in when you're 100 yards away from the theater. So I drove to the theater. I went and got a car wash first because I had bugs all over my car. Um, and the movie started at 10:10, so I'm in the city that the theater is in, New Berlin, at, at, at nine o'clock. So I'm very early. I wanted to get there half early because I was gonna eat too. And I look at the movie pass, and there are nothing, no movies other than the grayed out Mission Impossible Fallout, which they explained on Thursday was because now they're changing it to certain movies won't be available on opening weekend. And I I remember reading that and thinking, okay, I can kind of understand that. That's fine. I don't need to see movies on the first weekend. I can wait during the week or whatever. 
Um, now it seems as though they're doing this peak hours thing. So if there's a lot of people going to the movies, you're not going to see your movie. They're going to take right. it off the off the app. Um, I sent their Twitter a, a support thing last night. They have a, a movie pass customer service thing on mm-hmm. Twitter because that's the only way you can contact them. Their their offices are closed after like five p.m. This is this is their response to me saying uh, there are no movies suddenly available at my theater. An hour ago they were all available. Now it only shows MI Fallout, but it's grayed out so I can't see it. It's as if I've already seen it before. Essentially is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see Teen Titans Go. I have no e-ticketing theaters near me because that was their recommendation on the website. Use the e-ticketing. I have two e-ticketing in my city, and they're for like small independent theaters. And they don't show big movies. Um, my movie is in an hour, and I drove out here for this reason. Help me, please. No answer. Uh, that was at 9 o'clock last night. 2 o'clock this afternoon, today, a day later. Hi, Dave. Thank you for contacting MoviePass. We sincerely apologize for the inconvenience. Again, I want to say real quick, this is the same message you get if you try to use their their support on their website. Uh, we sincerely apologize for the inconvenience. As we continue to evolve the service, certain movies may not always be available in every theater on our platform right away. Mission Impossible will remain available in our e-ticketing theaters. Uh, that's not what I asked about. It will also be available at some point in theaters during its theatrical run with and without peak pricing, depending on demand. Thank you. So they didn't look at my demand at all. They saw that I put the word Fallout in there. And this was their... And just a generic tweet. Right. So this or is an isn't... automated tweet. Yeah. It's not an actual person responding to me, other than my name. It's a bot. Because that's the same message I got last night when I put in my issue. And then they their their whole system went down earlier last week, or this week. I don't know. Podcast time travel. Um, where they had to borrow $5 million to get it back up and running again. And people were pissed because they were at the movie theaters and they couldn't even use it. But I guess they, if I remember correctly, they're getting reimbursed on their account for for it. If I, I could be wrong, so so that's that's strike one against um, Movie Pass for me. Strike two, um, going off of what you said about Mission Possible, like being grayed out. Why would you gray out a movie on its opening weekend when most most people are going to go see it? Now I can I can see maybe maybe one showing being grayed out if like if they're on multiple um, screens, but having the complete movie on every single screen in the United States not being able to be shown, except for e- something except for e-ticketing. Which e-ticketing and, and even in my area, it's not a thing. Two, it's yeah. not a thing. So I did notice when I was in LA, I just opened the movie pass to see what was out there, or not mm-hmm. LA. When I was in when I was in San Diego, just to, I was not going to see a movie. I just wanted to see what 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 it came up with, and uh, it was like all e-ticketing out there. Mm. And then strike three, this this surge pricing. Yeah, I didn't get into the surge pricing because it was I haven't seen that on my app at all ever. Oh, it's it's on my app. I I've got it and it's it they add money to your monthly bill now. Well, that see that's so, why it's not available on mine because I paid for my year. Oh, see with mine it's um because I do the monthly thing right, for now. Right. Um. 
So I think the highest I've seen it go up is like $5.25, maybe even a little bit more for a showing, mm-hmm. which is not even, which you're then paying, at least in, in our area, the ultra screen pricing, which is $15 right. at night and a friend for a movie of, that's not on the ultra screen. Yeah. A friend of mine on Twitter um, said the theater she was at to see Mission Impossible for her to pay the peak pricing or whatever uh, would have been more than just the regular ticket. It was like $6 at the theater she was at to see the movie. I don't know why, but it was like 6 bucks, and they wanted her to pay $8 through the movie pass. Good Lord. So yeah, that's that's like a ticket and a half, basically. Right. Right. So now that's that's now that's again strike three. So I am if if they don't figure it out, I'm not going by generic baseball term. Um, if, if they don't get it figured out, I'm canceling. It's it's not worth it. I their whole thing was ten ninety nine a month or nine ninety nine a month, and you could see a movie a day, and that's it. Right. Not the I same. Get, not the same movie. But or, yeah. or, just just a movie a day. Mm-hmm. That was that was an awesome thing, to do. Like okay, a lot of people are going to get behind this. The fact that they're losing money on this, I I don't know the whole business aspect of it. So I don't, I don't understand why they're why they're losing money. I I don't, I don't pretend to know. But I would think that they would be making a lot of money off of these off of these people um so it, it's hard to be like why should i i'm paying you this amount of money for this why am i having to pay extra for it for this peak pricing right right that that's the peak pricing thing is really dumb yeah because it's like i'm if 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 you're doing peak pricing then allow me to see in an ultra screen or a super screen or whatever then I could or see 3D okay if that's what you want to do, yeah. Right. Then I could see that peak pricing, but because of more people at the theater, you want more money. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, to me. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm paid for the year. I'm through March. I think is when I got mine. Uh, so I'm I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I can get my money back or anything like that. Probably not. I um, mean. So I mean, we'll see. I mean. Maybe I'll see what happens on Monday if I or later this week when I go. If they got peak pricing, I'm, it's just not worth it for me. Sure. For for a Monday. Yeah, I don't, peak I, don't, I don't know what they're gonna do now with how to how they're gonna explain. You know, this weekend. I mean, that's that was an add-on to the problem that they were already having. Right, and they and they said in your tweet that it might start not being grayed out sometime during its run in during the theater its, during its theatrical run yeah which means it could never be so i didn't see this they tweeted uh after my tweet um to them because there was nothing on their twitter like the most recent tweet was for the july 27th issue that they had already talked about mm-hmm. um so last night they tweeted we are very sorry to users having issues checking in this evening some users have reported issues with card-based check-ins and we are working towards a fix on this technical issue in the meantime, all e-ticketing remains fully functional. This e-ticketing crap. It's not available no. to everybody. Right. All of their tweets, e-ticketing, e-ticketing, not affected, e-ticketing. So all while people are having problems on July 26th, every comment they have is e-ticketing is not affected. Movie pass. And 
Uh, and I've looked at like the alternatives, like AMC is having one. Um, I can't do AMC. Their theaters suck. Well, it does, and that's. <laughs> but theirs is not. There is not a good alternative to Movie Pass. To see no, movie no, there's not. Um, here's the letter. Do you want me to read this letter they wrote on July 27th? Yeah, go ahead. To go. our subscribers. First, we sincerely apologize for the inconvenience caused from the temporary outage in the app over the past day. This was on the 26th. So this letter came out on the 27th, I believe. Um, we have handled the issues on the back end, and our app is now up and running with stability at 100%. So this is when everybody had the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thank you for your patience and your ongoing support. This month, we introduced demand-based pricing to MoviePass. The first of those features, peak pricing, has rolled out nationally. Bring a guest and premium features, i.e. IMAX, 2D, and 3D, Real D, and more, will begin rolling out soon. We will continue to refine peak pricing and adjust the algorithm to take into account a lot of the feedback we've received in the past couple of weeks. We thank you for your patience as we continue to evolve MoviePass into the best low-cost option in entertainment. Together, we're reviving movie going and everything that goes along with it. Uh, there's six, seven more paragraphs. <laughs> as we've shared with you, as we shared with you before, rather than raise the price of the subscription, we've decided to enable all of you to have the choice between high value, the ability to see up to one movie a day at a low cost, nine ninety five, versus the flexibility to see whichever movie you want, wherever and whenever you want to see it. In other words, you can choose to see a movie in high demand on opening weekend for a small additional surcharge or wait to see a popular movie a bit later in its theatrical run at no additional cost. As we continue to evolve the service, certain movies may not always be available in every theater on our platform. This is no different than other in-home streaming services that often don't carry the latest shows or movies that may be available on other services. For example, you can't ever find Game of Thrones on Netflix nor Season 4 of Shit's Creek available there yet. <sighs> Here at MoviePass, we have Strive that, that's completely different. That's that's a cop-out right there. Right. Here at MoviePass, we have Strive to make every movie in theaters available to you as part of your subscription, and peak pricing has allowed, and will continue to allow, us to do so. Meaning, we've run out of money. We need more <laughs> money. Yep. Um, some of the feedback we received from you about peak pricing is that more of you are using e-ticketing in our app. False. When you go to a MoviePass e-ticketing theater, you are helping theaters who are actively working with us to ensure that MoviePass remains the best low-cost option. Peak pricing has also begun driving traffic to weekdays and off-peak hours. Uh, I only see movies during the week. <laughs> I don't go during the weekends because that's when more people are there and I hate people. Right. Um, and this or is even Or even late at night. At night. Yeah, my 10 o'clock shows, can't do it anymore. How is that peak pricing? Right. Uh, the Teen Titans Go 1010. I looked at the the Marcus app, uh, the app that we use to see theaters, then to see the seating chart. Not a ticket was sold at nine o'clock, and it was peak pricing. Right. All of a sudden, it's not available for me. Um, when you go to movie EPS movie pass, uh, I did that. Peak pricing has also begun driving traffic to weekdays, which is vital to the entertainment ecosystem and to the health of theaters across the country. Similarly, we are hearing loud and clear from studio and independent distributor partners who support the MoviePass model that our app placements are driving more of you to enjoy their films over others in the marketplace. See, studios and theaters should embrace MoviePass because people right. people are going and buying concessions more often. I buy a soda almost every time I go. Well, the concessions are for any anything that's bought 
there is not does not go back to no 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 that's not the studio the, but that's the theater again so that's the yeah. theater should be embracing it studios should absolutely be embracing it because this is going to get the word out about movies more mm-hmm. so people are going to be talking about movies um so you know, whatever um we share all this with you as we believe in explaining to you our customer why we are doing what we are doing so this is them saying we're in the in- interest of transparency which is bull we ask for your understanding and vocal support during this time as we continue to fundamentally change an industry that hasn't evolved much in years in fact ticket prices have risen so much that it's now simply too expensive for many many of us to go to the movies true you're right and that's why i got a movie pass movie pass's mm-hmm. mission is to make movie going accessible to everyone and to enhance the power of discovery but we need your support as we refine our model for the long haul can't find the movie you want to see on the app Go to Twitter and let the studio behind it know. Want more e-ticketing theater options in your area so that the movies you want to see peak less? Let your theater know you want them to partner with MoviePass. So we have to do the work. We're MoviePass, and because of you, we are more than 3 million strong. Mitch Lowe, who I'm guessing is like the CEO or something. So, So why do we have to do the work? We pay these people to do the work. He is the CEO. Um, <laughs> right. Okay, okay, sorry. We pay those underlings of him to do the work. Uh, yeah, four hours ago, the New York Times wrote an article about it. The headline is, Future of Movie Pass is cat in doubt after, cast in doubt after servers outage, ex- experts yep. say. Movie Pass was forced last week to borrow $5 million after it reported it could not pay its bills, raising new questions about the embattled company's viability. Ugh. It it really was too good to be true to see yeah. this last. Right, right. But it just it just sucks because, okay, yes, fine. Ten ninety nine doesn't seem like a whole lot, but you're you are allowing these people to see all these movies, which I can see where they can lose money. I can mm-hmm. see that. But then saying, hey, we're gonna add add more, add more money to it. It's like no, I'm paying you a set amount. This is what I want. That's it. Yeah. But businesses are businesses, I guess. The CEO of MoviePass used to be an executive at Netflix in 98 to 2003. And he was the president of Redbox. So this guy knows what he's doing. Apparently not. (laughs) Well, I think he thought he'd get more support from this, you know, from Mm -hmm. studios and stuff. And I guess they're just not. I mean... It's a bummer. Uh, I'll, the way I look at it is this was, this was again, too good to be true and too good to last. And I'm not going to get so insanely angry about it like a lot of these people have been. It sucked last night, but at the same time, I still saw it today. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't ruin my life <laughs> that I didn't get to see mm-hmm. this movie. And I've, let me see, I should, real quick. Um, you you have also seen a lot more movies than I have with MoviePass. And that that's my... That's my downfall of it. Right. I also, so I, I I don't live close enough to a movie theater to do it every single day. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, Whereas I, where I work, there's a movie theater right there. But yeah. now with this peak pricing, it's like it's not worth it. I might as well just pay for a regular ticket. So I've seen 33 movies with MoviePass since March. Hot damn. At ten dollars a ticket, roughly, 
I've more than paid for my movie pass. Right. I think at most my movie pass was ninety dollars. Uh, yeah, it was like seven ninety nine for the year mm-hmm. or for the month. Um, I mean, if I paid ninety dollars for the whole thing, <laughs> I've spent three dollars and seventy cents per movie. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and like, the two movies that I saw were both five dollars. Uh, one was one was five dollar Tuesdays, and then one was like a special showing. You use your movie so, pass on a five dollar Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I think I have too, but yeah, I'm seeing I'll probably go on two. Uh, no, maybe I'll go this Tuesday, but that's when the theaters are packed, so I'll probably go Wednesday right. to try to see like Unfriended two. Yeah, but mine was a quiet place, and it was like close to the end of their run. Yeah. So it was. It, there wasn't that many people in there. Right. Um. But so I paid. So I basically paid for that month of uh, movie pass just with those two shows. Sure. So if I look at so. the app right now, hang on, let me go to the same theater I'm looking at. So I'm looking at the theater in New Berlin. That's where I go mostly. Uh, let me pull up their show me, times for the rest of the day here. Let me do the same. So I just for, want to see this for the rest of the day, uh, not a, not including Mission Impossible because that's grayed out no matter what I do. Um. Teen Titans has what time is it? Okay, Teen Titans has one more showing. Mamma Mia Two has two more showings. The Equalizer has three showings, and Unfriended has one. Um, none of those are available on my app except for Mamma Mia Two and Hotel Transylvania Three. Wow. Uh, yeah, Hotel Transylvania Three, Mamma Mia, and The First Purge are all right. That's for- on here too, but I've already seen that, so it's great. Oh. Um, oh. Okay. But they're all search pricing. Yep. For me. What's funny is Mission Impossible, Fallout 3D, they all show up on here grade. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I don't get surge pricing. So does it have, like, a thing at, at the time that says it's surge pricing? Yes. Um, let me go back to so it. So when, when I look at the app, 9, it says 920. Does it like 920, 910, 1005, 830. Is there, like, an icon or something? Yeah, it's like a... Like the Flash is Thunderbolt, basically. Okay. Yeah, see, I think because of my account being yearly, I don't get that. Yeah, you're probably the lucky one. But now, let's say we go to Majestic. How many falls? Uh, I could go see the blind... Well, I can't because I saw a movie today, but blind spotting is available. I do want to see that movie. Well, it doesn't... Probably doesn't come up on mine because I'm far, too far away. I'm more than an hour away from that. From where? But, from Menominee Falls. Oh, I can from see. Where I am. Oh, the rain... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I can, mine but goes... Like, all the way up to Sockville, like 20 miles away. Oh. Like for, let's say for Majestic, there's Ant-Man, Skyscraper, First Purge, and Incredibles. No Teen Titans. And Mission Possible is all grayed out. Mamma Mia is grayed out. Mamma Mia is grayed out for me on this thing. For some weird reason. Um, it's peak pricing or peak hours or some crap. I don't know. Mamma yeah. Mia is grayed out on it's, at that theater, but, which is the same company as this other one. 11, an 11.05 showing for Ant-Man on a Sunday. Is peak pricing? Yeah. How? <laughs> right. Or nine thirty-five. I could see these pricings on like a Saturday or Sunday morning to mid-afternoon, but not Sunday night. It just it doesn't make sense. So I think I'm off my soapbox now. I feel better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Until um, something else happens, then I'm going to be pissed again. Yeah. I, I, it bothered me. It annoyed me. But at the same time, I said, you know, this is all gravy. Like, 
the movie pass. Anything I get from the movie pass is just a perk. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can I be really that mad? Right. Um, and again, that's also a little different than uh, if I was paying monthly. Right. But I mean, I mean no one, no one's, no one's hurt, no one's lost a life from it, so it's not. Right. It's not that bad. It's not life ending. It's just. And I, it I, just sucks. I think it's fair to say you probably your night probably wasn't ruined either by not being able to see a movie with your movie pass because you're probably going by yourself. Right. Um, yeah. It's yeah. Just don't feel like so pain. I mean the the cool part of it was I could just get up and go to a movie whenever I wanted. Right. And that that was the best idea of it. And now it's like okay now you have to do everything in the day. Well. Uh, yeah, people, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> and people work during the day. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's why you, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, so you can't really go all the time. So it, this it this model does not work. Ugh. Yeah, the late night shows were my 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 time to go to the movies mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, especially when I work during the week, I you know I don't have to be up early, so I go at night. Oh well. Yeah. What are you gonna do? So act of fool. Cool. That that took us right to where I wanted us to go. That's gonna do it for this <laughs> week. Uh, so there you go. We got you got to learn a little more about the movie pass. Again, I, me personally, I'm not complaining. Um, it does suck, but at the same time, I'm not gonna complain about it. Um, it's just one of those things. Uh, we will be back hopefully next week with a big group of folks. Uh, for our big 200th episode excitement and extravaganza. If you'd like, let us know your favorite episode of the 200. If you have one, a favorite guest we've had, um, all that good stuff. Let us know what you think uh, on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff at Atomic Geekdom. You can find all of that, uh, Instagram and other stuff. So, uh, go see Teen Titans Go if you need a good comic book movie that'll make you laugh. Um, and there's some. S- songs and stuff it's pretty funny michael bolton has a song um i mean it's it's a good movie plus plus tara strong is is raven she's super Mm -hmm. hot and awesome so i'd love to have her as a guest on the show because one i'd want to ask her about how she got into voice acting because she could be a model and an actress just on regular screen oh yeah um but also i'd like to see how hard it is for her to go in and out of all the voices she does like can she just do it (laughs) <laughs> like is it like breathing or does she kind of i'm pretty sure she can i think i she did it on Jan, uh the fat man on batman episode she did yes yes um, she did which was terrifying because she she likes to go into the the rugrats voice and the my little pony voice and those voices terrify me i don't know why all right <laughs> uh yes like i said we'll be back next week do us a favor rate review us on itunes that helps us out um leave a review some stars whatever you want to do um, if people want to find you, Kyle, how can they do so on the socials? Well, they can, they can find me at, on Twitter at Kyle Krause 89. Uh, you can also listen to our, um, pod, uh, my other podcast, uh, at legends TV talk, which I thought we were going to do a, uh, comic con wrap up, but that didn't happen, but we got it here anyway. So ta-da. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, like you I can said, order Taco Bell online. What? Well, it's through, Sorry. The, through the app. You can. You gotta go. Yeah, go get it. I don't think they have unless you got Uber Eats or something. Yeah, not in my area. <laughs> there you go. All right, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye. Bye.